Our sponsor this month is Legionnaire Ministries. Legionnaire puts out Table Talk Magazine, which is my favorite periodical. And through Doctrine and Devotion, they are offering a great discount. You can get 15 months. That's over a year. It's like a year and a half. It's almost two years. 15 months of Stop. Table just, Talk Magazine. Just, it's a year. For, it's, well, it's 15, over a year. Well, 15 yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, but don't 15. say it's almost two. Yeah, well, but it's don't almost. Don't say it's two. Don't say it's two. No, I didn't say it's just two. Just keep it's going. Almost. Stop it. Let's just get and, this done. And... Uh, it's only twenty three bucks. That that that's the highlight right there. That twenty three dollars. Hit that again. Hit Stay that tuned again. for twenty three dollars. Wow. Smackers. Twenty three bucks. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, uh, stay tuned for more info or head over to doctrineanddevotion.com slash table talk. Well no, no, don't don't say or I want them to do both. I want them to not. I don't care. No, because if they're going to, you're saying stay tuned for more info. Yeah. Or, or yeah. I don't no, no, no. Care. That, that means fine. they could just say, oh, okay, we're not going to listen anymore. Hey, as long as they, as long as they support Table Talk, I don't care. It's All fine. Right. Fair, fair, let's, point. let's put them first. All let's right. serve them. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. So we're sitting in the cigar shop. Yep. So you're probably going to hear TV in the background, people talking, uh, ambulances racing by, Mm -hmm. people dying of lung cancer. I don't think I heard any of those. But no, but we just started. Oh, okay. Maybe. The the night is young. Yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Fingers crossed, you said how you doing, man? I'm I'm tired. Yeah, me too. Tired. I'm you, tired. You gonna I'm go tired. home after this? I'm gonna go home after this. Oh, it must be nice. It is nice. I have to go. It is work. Nice. I haven't been home since Monday. I haven't been home since Monday. Yeah, well, that was actually probably nice for Michelle. <laughs> get a <laughs> uh, break from the fofo. Get a break from me. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll get home late and uh, I'll crash mm-hmm. after a couple hours sitting I'll, on the back I'll porch watch. smoking. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to watch tonight? I actually got I actually got an advanced copy of Sam Renahan's new book on covenant theology. Oh, I didn't get it. No, no, why, you didn't. Did, no, did, no, only major influencers and you know, you know, big wigs. Well, get that. You know, wigs. Yeah, I have to wear a wig. I don't no, no, I'm hair. just saying. Like, there's no big wig here. You mean you're yeah. not really that tall? No. So yeah, small. And metaphorically, wig. a big wig. And uh, so I'm I'm probably going to read uh, some of that tonight. Looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Can I? Can you like send me a couple of photos? I of? am not allowed to share that. Oh, I sent it to you. Okay, thanks, I'm not. Thanks. I can't share. It's no, no, I got so wink, wink. Don't share. But yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Thanks. So, um, you know, you had mentioned something uh, a while ago, and say, hey, why don't we talk about serving in the church? Yeah, yeah, and kind of press in in a particular way. And as we talked about it, it really came to be clear that we we wanted to talk about service and sacrifice, mm-hmm. and the way that we tend to sabotage that ourselves, right? Oh, in yeah, the local yeah. church. So, no, absolutely. When we're talking about what it means to serve as as Christians, um, like if we're going to say like a general definition, like what does it mean to serve? Like I mean, you think about it. Like what does it like, put someone else first? Okay, good, yeah. right? So it's a it's a work. Oh right? yeah, yeah, it's a work. Um, it's it's uh, at time it can be a sacrifice. It can yep. be something that you're giving something up of yourself, right. whether it be your time or treasure um, or talent the, or talent mm-hmm. for the benefit of. Others, yeah. So I think you guys know what we mean by service, and there are you know informal ways, and there are formal ways, there are individual ways and institutional ways in which service is happening. But one thing is clear in Scripture, right? That Christians are called to serve one another. I mean, in the, this is the, one of the most clear admonitions in all of Scripture. Oh, well, how dare you, sir? You're telling me well, you it's, a, it's a little more clear up. than uh, being debt free. I can tell you that. <laughs> back it up. 
Back it up. What, what you, do you no, mean? back it up. You tell me oh. that you're saying it's one of the most clear yeah. uh, admonishments in Scripture. Right. How, you, you, you need to back that up. All right. I thought you were saying, like, back it up, like, take a step back and don't say that. I thought you were saying, like... Well, no, no, you, uh, said, uh, you okay, said it was fine. Yeah, um, all right, well, goodness, First uh, Peter 4, uh, 9 through 11. Uh, Show hospitality to one another without grumbling, mm. as each has received a gift... Use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, who serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Um, one of the things that's clear in Scripture is that every Christian has been given a spiritual gift or oh, yeah. multiple spiritual gifts, whatever your view is of that. But we are yeah, gifted. Tongues, yeah. Being, being, the, being the first we, and foremost. We, we, are, we are gifted by God for the purpose of serving the local church, serving our brothers and sisters. We're, yes, we're supposed to do good works in in the community. Yeah, yeah. But the emphasis does seem to be in Scripture that we are to use our gifts the way that God has wired us and then uniquely empowered us to put other people first and yeah. to meet their needs, right? To, to make a difference in their lives in those practical ways. So we're called to use our gifts uh, in, in ways uh, of, of service, in varied ways of, of service. I think that's one example that we can... Yeah, I mean, it also... I mean, service then is a sign of, of real faith, right? You look at, uh, what is it, James 2.18. Mm-hmm. What does it say there? Uh, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you, show you my faith by my works, right? Yeah. And so the idea that, uh, that we could be part of this community, mm-hmm. be part of the community of God and not serve, be part of the community of God and not uh, uh, take care of each other is, is, is false, right? Otherwise, yeah. then it becomes uh, a very selfish faith right. where uh, uh, the church and the members of the church are there only to serve me yeah. and my needs, but there's nothing that, you know, I should be serving right. them. Yeah, so... And a real part of faith then, right? So faith is dependency on Christ, right? It is trust. Yes. Um, but faith is evidence. The genuineness of faith is evidenced by what we do. Mm-hmm. And much of what we're called to do is to serve others. So I think you're absolutely right. Of course, the example of Jesus should compel us to a life of service. Um, you know, he, he, Jesus says, um, I did not come to uh, be served, but mm-hmm. to serve and to give my life a ransom for many. Yeah. So even the example of Jesus and the words of Jesus teaches us the importance that service to our brothers and sisters in the faith should occupy. Like, it should be a, a high priority for us. And I think the reason that it isn't is because, you know, like what you said, that service isn't easy. I mean, service implies sacrifice generally, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's essentially, it's a denial of ourself, right? Right. It's a denial of my needs um, and, and giving up of myself for the betterment of others, right? So, there's, there's two things there that are really hard. One is denying yourself. Yes. Right? And so that means on one fundamental level that we deny, reject um, the sinful impulses in our lives. Mm-hmm. But it also means that we deny exalting ourselves above other people and putting ourselves first. So that's hard. But then it's equally hard to do the opposite, right? So that's the negative, deny yourself. The positive is, is to put other people first. And putting other people first is hard because it makes your act of self-denial a practical reality. Yeah. Like you could be like, well, I don't, I don't consider, I don't put myself on a pedestal. I don't think of myself as first. Although some of us have to be on pedestals because otherwise we can't see. No, We're no, too that's short. right. And that's some of us right. should be on pedestals uh, because we are so much better. But not very many though. No, yeah. Well, there's only one or two of us. Yeah. In, in this room. 
Yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, so I, that, that, that's really hard, especially when you realize that a lot of the people that you're going to be putting before yourself are people that do not deserve to be put before you. Whoa. Really? They, 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 they don't. And, it, and it's not because you're better than them necessarily. It's because they haven't earned that place. But that's sort of the point, isn't it? Like mm. you're serving. It's grace. It's an act of grace. Like, listen, it's not, you don't earn this. Yeah. It's not that you deserve it. Yeah. It's that God calls me to it. And God wants you to have this in spite of whatever you may deserve. No, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's really hard to deny yourself. It's really hard to put other people first. Yeah. No, and I think uh, the, the other part about the sacrifice is that it, it's what we're doing, right? Like it's, it's this question of like, am I doing this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I guess like, like, like some people, I think it, they, they look at certain tasks as beneath them. Sure. Right. They look at like I, I've used this as an example a few times about um, uh, children's ministry. Right. Is, you know, for some people, yeah, I look, don't do this. I don't do this. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think on the flip side, when I'm asking that question, like when we're asking ourselves, I think we should really be asking ourselves. Uh, am Am I serving in a way that is sacrificial? Yeah. Right? It, like, it should be sacrificial. And so uh, are you feeling that? Like, are you feeling mm. um, uh, the sense of sacrifice for another? Yeah. And listen, that's not meant to make you feel good. I'm just asking, like, right. you know what I mean? Well, and I, I think, you know, like you're saying, like, some people are wondering, you know, am I, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But we could maybe take a step back and ask ourselves, am I, like, let's just assess ourselves right now. Am I serving? Yeah. Am I serving or am I sabotaging service? Oh, right? yeah. Am, am, I, am I actively doing what God calls me to do in the local church or am I working against it? And this is where, this is where our conversation really went because as you and I were talking, it was like, okay, we, all, we get service. Everybody gets what we're talking. We're not saying anything new here. Oh, yeah. No, this is but, new. But the fact that we work against it in some subtle ways uh, is, the, is the problem. And we, then we'll claim, well, I, maybe I am serving, uh, but I'm doing it in a certain way, which actually winds to, to undermine it. And so we, like we do it on, on our own terms. Right, right, right. And so we, we, we came up with like four ways that we sabotage. You know, um, well, I think there's actually five ways, though. Oh, really? There's five ways that we sabotage uh, serving others. What would the first way be? Well, the first way would not providing Table Talk magazine. How are they supposed to grow in the Lord, especially if they're not married? It's a callback. All right, so what, what do you mean? How, how, how can you serve people by getting Table Talk magazine? Well, yeah, you can provide it at your church. That's too you expensive, can, man. You no. can't afford to buy that for everybody. 23 bucks for uh, 15 months. Really? 23 bucks. All right, so to do that, though, they probably have to, like, there's probably, like, a sign-on bonus, or, like, you have to, like, pay up front, like, nope. an extra charge nope, to become a member. at all. It's like not, a membership fee. Nope, 23 and then you're, 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 but that's like for a five-year contract, probably. No, no, no. You got to pay all that up front. Five. Years. No, no, no. Just every month, you got fifteen. Mo- you get fifteen months yeah. for the price of one year. Actually, you get eighteen months if you get the three-month uh, free trial as well. Okay. And not only oh. do you get those, you get you get the current issues digitally and all the past ones through uh, two thousand twelve. That's a lot of goodness. That's a lot but of greatness. Do they greatness. Get, is it like, because like, sometimes I'm online and I'm trying to get a good deal, and in order to get it, I have to fill out surveys, and I have to like go through like this whole rigmarole. No, that's only if you're uh, trying to register uh, through the bar podcast. Oh, really? Okay, that's so that's, that was my problem. Exactly. Well, how, do they do it here? how do they do it here, though? Well, they go to drvotion.com slash table talk. Yep. You got the information there. You click on the link. You boom, you just sign up. That's it. Super easy. So they, they, people should do it. We, listen, for all the fun that we have... Uh, about this, like we love Table Talk Magazine, we love oh, doing yeah. our ministries. It's it's one of the bright lights of Christian ministry here in the states that has a global impact. So check it out. 
All right. So what, what would the, yeah, what would be the other four the ways? Other four. All right. So um, one of the ways that we think we sabotage service in the church is you know just through laziness, sheer laziness. Mm. Um, and w- and what we mean by that is it's 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 likely that a lot of us are tr- we know that we're supposed to serve. And so we're going to serve, yeah. but we're going to try to do it without sacrifice. We're only going to do what comes really easy, minimal output, minimal effort. Like, so yeah, yeah. What, what, what would an example be of that, Joe? I guess, you know what? I shouldn't say it like that because now I sound kind of rude when I say that because now you're going to pinpoint, you're going to say a ministry and people are going to be like, oh, I do that ministry. And you know what? It's a sacrifice for me. So now I feel bad. I don't want to was, ask that I, question. I wasn't going to say anything. I, I, I'm just, I mean, it, could be any, it could be any ministry, right? If, yep. if just, and now listen, just because something is easy for you doesn't mean that it doesn't involve sacrifice. Exactly. So that's so, why I wanted to be careful. I wanted to rephrase that. But you, but you, but you have to assess, like, what's your heart? What's your motive? Are you trying to get away with doing as little as possible? Um, or are you saying, hey, I'm going to put, like, listen, here's the thing. You, maybe, maybe you're serving in children's ministry, but you're just mailing it in. Or oh, you yeah. phone it in. You phone it in you or mail it, it in? in? Phone it in. You phone it. You phone okay. it in. You email it in. No, no, phone it. Phone it. In. So, but you're not really putting your heart into it. You're not That's really right. putting those kids first. That's you're right. Not putting in the time. Um, or if it's AV, right? You're audiovisual guy, and you're um, and you're in there, but you just you're not paying attention. Don't really care, right? Mm-hmm. Like so. I mean, it's positive. And we're not saying that this is true of anybody at Redeemer. We're talking about this in generality. Exactly. That like the, laziness is one of the ways that we sabotage service, and it's in all of us struggle with laziness. So we have to we really have to assess ourselves here. Yeah, I would look at. Uh, I think secondly, a way that we can sabotage is uh, carelessness. And so I think that would be, uh, like, I, we would define that, I think, canceling without notice. So not, not thinking through the, the impact of, uh, of what happens when I just bail out. You don't show. When you don't show. No show. No show or uh, just at the last moment say, I can't make it. Now, some people, though, and, like, this happens at Redeemer because it happens at every church. Like, somebody of course. will can- they'll, 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 they'll be a no show or they'll cancel with no notice, no backup plan. Now, one of the reasons that might happen is because they don't understand the, 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 the work that goes into running the whole thing oh, uh, yeah, and that replacing yeah. that person can be very problematic. And it usually falls down to like one or two people that are always doing fill-in. Correct. So they're really burdened by this when people do. So it's a careless. Correct. It's not that they're being mean. That's uh, right. It's just that they're careless. They don't know. They haven't thought through that's the implications. It. See, here's the thing. I think I would see myself as this individual sabotaging. Like that. that's probably where I would lean Totally selfish. Most. Yeah, I totally exactly. agree. Yes. But I, I think part of it is because I, what's changed for me has been yeah. running ministry. Ministries, right? Yeah. Like organizing ministries, being in charge of ministries, because you see the impact right there right. of what happened. So I would encourage people, I would encourage you to, to not be careless, um, that if you can't make it, give enough notice. But not only give notice, Joe, find your replacement. Yeah. You know, if I can't make it to, to a serving event that, that I'm committed to, I don't just leave it to the ministry leader. I don't just leave it to the church staff. Right. What I do is uh, I'll contact another person that's part of that ministry and say, hey, listen, yeah. you're on in two weeks. I'll take that. Could you take mine right now? Yeah, you swap, swap it out. The swap last thing out. you want to do is you don't want to be that guy who, like, day of is like, hey, Jimmy, um, can you do the prayer of confession and the Lord's hmm. Supper? Hmm. Uh, because uh, hmm. I won't be able to do it. Can you do that? You don't want to do that. That, no, that would I, not be, no, that would that, not be that, okay. Yeah, that's You've not got to real, give notice. Yeah, so like what I did, what I, did you see what I did today? I said, hey, guys, I'm not going to be here this weekend. I'm going to be preaching mm-hmm. at Seth's church. Seth's going to be preaching at our church. So I, can I just, one of I, you cover? I just love that you uh, gave us three days. Yeah, that's plenty of time for this. Isn't three days. Yeah, three days. How long did you know you weren't going to be here? I don't know, six months. Okay, see? But three days is good. That's a lot better than last week when you had like an hour's notice. Gosh, 
it's you were a lot crying better than about normal. it, you big baby. It's a lot better than normal be a baby. for you. No, so yeah, we, oh, we can all critique me. <laughs> you know, don't you want me to? Mm, not, not right then. No, okay. Not uh, while I'm up front. Yeah. <laughs> not while I'm doing him. it. Jimmy, wrap it up. Yeah, yeah give me Psst. the... <laughs> giving me the <laughs> giving me the walk off music. <laughs> the mic starts to drop. All right, so you, I said laziness. You said carelessness, and selfishness is another one, right? Oh, and, absolutely. Yep. Um, and selfishness is is one of the ways that a lot of people in churches wind up sabotaging the call to serve, because what they really wind up doing is nothing. They just exploit others. They they are. They're happy. They're happily greedy to take all of the service from all of these people that are serving in the church, but they have no interest in serving themselves. Which and is weird to me. If you're if you're part of a church body, especially if you're a member of a church, that makes no sense to me. That if you're a member of a, of the church, that you would not want to serve. Now, listen. There are seasons when people can't serve. Totally. There totally. are seasons. There uh, are seasons. Unpack it. Unpack it. Because that's well, okay. important. I mean, uh, one, there might be a really stressful work season for an individual, right? Lots of travel. They don't have enough fa- time at home. Nothing, right? They're, they're spent. Listen, I get that. Give Man, them space. Take, to get, take the time during the season. Uh, one example, I think, even at Redeemer has been uh, we have a lot of ladies that serve yeah. quite often. Yep. And... Um, and they be having babies. They have That's babies. What you're gonna say they have babies. <laughs> we, we, you know, there's a, there's a lot of romance among our married couples. We could say it that way. Well, especially when you preach on it from the pulpit all the time. Yeah, that um, I, I take that Ed Young Jr. approach to preaching oh on these things. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh goodness! Oh goodness! No, man, like, for real, like. You have a baby. Things obviously things are going to have to get put obviously, on hold to, yeah. to a large degree. So there are going to be seasons like some. There could be mental health crisis, there could be injuries. Exactly. There could be seasons. So whatever it is, we we understand that. But what we're talking about the hard condition of selfishness, where you're exploiting others. And I'll tell you where it really happens because it happens in a lot of churches. But it, I think it happens a lot more. Maybe I could be wrong, but I I think it probably happens in those churches that treat church more as a show. Where, where it's uh, more of a spectator sport. Yeah, where, where church is kind of oriented towards consumers. Yes. Um, and that, does, that doesn't necessarily mean just larger churches, but these are oftentimes larger yeah. churches. So it's, it's natural. Hey, listen, I go to the movies, I go to the play, I go to the game, I pay my money, and I get to receive all the good stuff when really we ought to be seeing this as an opportunity to not just receive from the Lord, mm-hmm. but to serve our brothers and sisters. So I think that right there, Joe, is I think the culture, right? The culture of the church. And you can't fault... I mean, it's hard for me to fault the individuals in the sense if the, if the church leadership is not modeling it. If they've created a culture of consumerism, then, of course, people are going to struggle with, with serving oftentimes, right? Yep. Yep, absolutely. Number four, Jimmy, do you remember? Uh, I think thanklessness. Yeah. Right? When we're showing little to no gratitude uh, for the service of others. And, I, you know, I've always struggled with how do you go about this? I mean, especially as a leadership team, right? How do you... How do you thank people? I mean, there's always the little ways of like, hey, man, I really appreciate uh, everything appreciate, you Appreciate do. you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. But, I mean, I know of, of some churches um, that would have a, uh, uh, like a banquet. Oh, okay, don't get carried away, dude. No, no. It's not being silly. Come on, for no, real. No, come on. No, for a, real. Come on. They have a, they'd have a barbecue after, uh, after service um, to just thank people, just to thank those that are serving, and which oftentimes it was the people that are already serving that's serving that event. You know what's better than a barbecue? What's that? Brazilian barbecue. Oh god. <laughs> that's how you that's how we one up it. So oh, we don't just how, do a is, banquet. Oh, we go it, we go to Texas to Brazil. Oh, is that how we've done it here at Redeemer? How, no, how? just you and me. That's oh, what I'm saying. We, we, we thank well, each we other. Thank each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I think I think that's really good. And thankfully, listen. One of the ways that I think thankless thanklessness really does sabotage service is because we don't serve in order to get accolades. People don't serve in order to be, um, you know, rewarded or mentioned or honored. Yeah. But when you don't affirm and compliment people and say like, "Wow, I, I, what you're doing matters. It's meaningful. Thank you." When you're not saying that, man, people get burned out. Oh yeah, they get burned out and they feel exploited. And so, I think thanklessness and this. This, this is for everybody, but it is especially for us leaders. Like yeah. We need to be more intentional. And, and now I'm talking about us at Redeemer. We need to be more intentional about demonstrating and expressing thankfulness to those who serve. I think that's really important. No, absolutely. So then, Joe, I mean, what do we go, where do we go from here, right? Like Lunch. Late lunch. (laughs) Late lunch. I mean, where do we go from here, right? Like, how? Now what? You know, we've discussed kind of the service sacrifice and sabotage, Mm -hmm. um, and we've we've highlighted these issues and the four uh, four ways of of sabotaging. So, what do we do with that information? Well, I I think simply the first thing that comes to mind is, and this is not necessarily the easiest thing, um, but figure out what your spiritual gift is. you can take tests. I know people take tests online. I don't like those. Um, so whatever that path is to figuring it out, make that a priority because once you know what your spiritual gift is, uh, you will be much more ready and able to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can cultivate it. Um, you can find ways in which, you know, whether it's, it's serving or, or exhorting and teaching or generosity, whatever it is, find your gift and then leverage that. And if you don't know what your spiritual gift is, Ask if you're married. Ask your spouse. Yeah. If you're not married, ask your family members. Ask your friends. Ask people in the church. Yeah. Because they will probably have a pretty good vibe if they, yeah. if you have community. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, dude, I, I, this is what I see in you. Here, here, and here, here. And you'll you'll probably be able to narrow it down. So skip the test. Talk to the people around you that oh, know yeah. you. And then trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. You'll and, figure it out and, fast. Yeah, and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going until you find it and figure it out. So exactly. Yeah. And once you find it, though, I mean really really lean into it truly yeah. serve right like with a with a heart of service and sacrifice yeah and i think that's that's the thing right you gotta you gotta find a way like what is it what does it really look like here for, for me to do this and listen if you have no idea okay like jamie said trial and error uh l- listen uh, ask what the needs are if you have no idea then ask your church yeah where is the greatest need and then figure out like well, can i do that and nope. don't, don't just say like, well, that's like AV, audiovisual. I can't do that. Well, maybe you can. It, it might not be as hard as you think. So go, yeah. and, go and talk to somebody. Figure out what the, uh, what the process is. So this, this bro just walked in. Mm-hmm. Did you see the bro walk in? Yep, yep. <laughs> I actually thought maybe I knew him. That's why I was, I was looking at him. I thought it was a childhood friend. Now, I don't mean that in a demeaning way, but he just looks like a bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not the guy I thought it was. He, he, he looks like he's he's in a college fraternity, like big, muscular, good-looking football guy with the outfit that he's wearing, with the flip-flops and yep. the shorts and the colors and yeah, everything. Yeah, forty-five-something-year-old living, trying to live his. Oh, dream. Is, is he an older guy? Yeah, he's older. Oh, guy. I went something behind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, older guy. All right. So he's a bro master. He's a bro master. So yeah, I mean, know your gift, find a way to truly serve, and I think Joe, uh, repent. Yeah, you know, we got that. That's for all of us, right? Whether whether we're not serving uh, to our serving sacrificially we're not serving uh with a heart for others i think we need to repent i think as leaders uh and as as members if we are not uh thanking those that uh that are serving i think we need to repent of that and make sure that we uh take that opportunity to uh thank them for how they are serving us uh every every week all right it's fine that's that's, that's I, fine. You know, the repentance is a little harsh. You oh, know. really, Joe? Really? 
That's probably because you need to repent. Yeah, I don't. I don't like being. Those, I don't those like people don't, tell me what yeah. to do. <laughs> <laughs> those that don't desire to repent usually need to repent the most. Really? Yeah, I think that's a little harsh too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, by the way, mm. um, people that um, have listened to the podcast made it all the way through. Are you going to reward them? Are you going to going to do something nice for them now? Well, yeah, uh, I am going to let them know where they can get gear. Where, 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 where do they get gear? Well, they go to JoeFoster.com. Oh, that is nice. That is nice. They could also, though, uh, thanks to Legionnaire, they can get uh, Table Talk Magazine, 15 months for 23 bucks. So, DrWorshaw.com slash Table Talk. Here's the, here's, the, here's the amazing thing, right? You, you get the Table Talk subscription. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have, the, you have the back catalog that you can go through. Yep. And you can read all the Joe Thorne articles. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. You can find all the Joe Thorne articles that I wrote exclusively for them. You know, so we'd love to hear your thoughts, guys. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter like at Doc and Devo or on Facebook year. slash Doctrine lot. and Devotion. That's a lot of writing. You can head on the website, drvotion.com. You can contact and us. You can let me do that. Uh, sign up for the turn email blast. Or, again, you can hit up the store, joefostore.com, and grab some gear. Head on over to iTunes and leave us that honest five-star review. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content when available. Joe Thorne back issues. Back issues? Yeah, back issues. The back issues of, of Table Talk Magazine. <sighs> Later. Later.